This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No, Bob Hey, I'm Eric. And I'm Justin. And we are the hosts of Paratruth Radio. You're listening to Nobobumi, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe with your host, Brian Bowden. Hello, goblins, ghouls, friends, and families. Welcome to another episode of Nobobumi, Nobody But Me, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. We've got a great show coming up for you today. We only have about an hour show, so I know you're used to about the hour and a half that we started doing. You know, we're trying to get all that information out there, but let me tell you, it's going to be jam-packed and filled with a lot of excitement. We've got these two great guests coming on. We'll introduce them in a second. Just want to remind everybody that the latest issue of Outer Limits magazine is out, number 15, and yours truly, that'd be me, has an article in it. I am the North American Canadian correspondent. It's a fantastic magazine. Um, there are articles from some of the notary people in the industry as far as UFOs, paranormal, well worth the read and well worth a subscription. Uh, so check that out. You can get it at Outer Limits Magazine. Just do it online. And speaking of Outer Limits Magazine, our friend over there and, and the publisher, Chris Evers, is doing his second annual conference. And that's going to be on Saturday, September 1st and 2nd at the Freedom Center in Hull. It's really an inexpensive treat. Uh, it's only about uh, 20 pounds or 25 pounds. And for Americans, it's like $30, but you get two days worth of fun, excitement, and a lot of information. Colonel Holt is going to be there. Um, he's got a ton of great guests. But we'll post that on our website and our Facebook page. You can find us at insidethegoblinuniverse.podbean.com, anywhere podcasts are found, as well as on Facebook, Inside the Goblin Universe, uh, website Inside the Goblin Universe. And if you have questions, concerns, or you want someone on the show, Hit us up with the email on the website, but uh, questions at insidethegoblinuniverse.com, and we will do our best to get them on there. Well, it's time to start our broadcast. I don't want to take any more time. So, <laughs> with that being said, we'd like to welcome two great guys that have an amazing, amazing show on the internet, on Spreaker. They are the co-founders, producers, and hosts of Paratruth Radio. We have Eric and Justin. Welcome to Novo Boomy, gentlemen. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing awesome. Yeah, that's great. I, I, you know, it's been a while when we were doing the um, the old show. I was doing. I had uh, Justin on and Eric. I, I got to be honest, you weren't available for other I wasn't, reasons. But I, I listened though. I listened to it though, <laughs> and I joked I around you. about Canada. Uh, no disrespect <laughs> to Canada, um, but uh, it's good to actually see you, see and talk to you for the first time, whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a fun ride, I think. Um, we all kind of like do the same thing in in many ways, but we all add our own style to it. These guys have a great podcast uh, on paratruthradio.com. Um, just go take a listen to them. They're on Spreaker too. Any place you can find, uh, pretty much podcasts, right? I mean Spotify, 
tune in yep. itunes yeah. iHeartRadio. google us Google us. Yes, that's what I said. Everybody, just Google us. But I mean, their shows are fantastic. They just did a series. Um, I believe is the Ghost Hunters 101. Maybe we'll talk about that for a little bit. But I mean, mm-hmm. the perspective that we get here and the way you guys come about it is just fantastic. I I got to give you credit for that. That that's amazing stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I you know like when you guys started because. Um, the fans may not know where you guys come from and how you, you interact and met, um, which is kind of an interesting story. Can we start with that? Maybe Eric, you first, then Justin, or both? To, however you want to yeah. chime in. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Justin and I are cousins. So, you know, we met like a long time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, for the longest time, we had a couple of shows uh, over the years or over the past 10 years, we've had a few different shows actually um and we were together for a show called uh night stalkers radio and we're both just a couple of guys who are interested in the paranormal that's about it and then let me tell you it was a horrible show but we had a lot of fun doing it a lot of fun doing it um well when you say horrible show it was more so horrible in the sound quality i mean the content was a little horrible because we were a little uh, amateur mouth, if you will, mouth and amateur and, and, <laughs> and everything. <laughs> well, uh, you can't help sometimes the potty mouth. I mean, there's that's true. situations, that's true. but yeah, I, and you know, uh, how long ago was that roughly? Uh, that we started that was yeah, in November of 2008. So, yeah. I mean, that's really there, in, in my opinion, that's really when podcasts started really coming about with other people, not really in an industry. So it was very difficult to actually get like, where do I get a microphone from? You know, and oh yeah, and absolutely. The cost is was very prohibitive. So I give you guys credit for just kind of jumping in there and saying, hey, let's do a podcast. Well, yeah. not only that, I had never even I don't know about Eric, but I had never heard the word podcast. And Eric and I were we've always loved the paranormal, and even more so into our adulthood. And after I got divorced and moved back to Ohio, I we would sit in his backyard around a fire with some beers and just talk about vampires and werewolves. And I'm like, God, you know, there must be like some type of online radio or something, something that we could do like a show on this or something. And lo and behold, I found uh, blog talk radio, which I, is not the greatest, but if you're first starting out, it's pretty easy to work with. And, you know, then we ended up on a network and then Eric and I were doing it from separate states because I ended up moving away. And we kind of split ways where I went with a show called Parasite Radio, went to a different network. Right. Did you continue with Night Suckers for a little bit after I left? Yeah, I continued for about three months after you left. Okay. Um, and then had the change to Forgotten Truth Radio. Uh, which I started up after I'd become a born again Christian uh, in 2009. So it was a little bit after that. Um, but so then Forgotten Truth the Radio started. I did that with the network that we were on for about another year. Uh, and then there's just some issues, a lot of crap going on with that network. And I ended up leaving. And about a couple months later, I think Justin ended up dropping his show. Mm-hmm. And then roughly about another year or so later, Justin calls me up you know, from North Dakota. And he's like, hey. Uh, how are you feeling about doing another show together? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm pretty bored, so why not? Why not? So Parachute Radio was born, which is actually... Four years later, actually. Four this, years later, yeah. 
That's uh, but, but it's what, what I love about this, and and what people don't know, but now they do know, is that you get a really great perspective on this because not only are you guys interested and have been interested in, but Eric, you went the born again route, and now you're bringing a totally different perspective on it from that side of of the realm. Um, yeah, and it's not it's more than just spirituality. So I think what works really great is the flavor that people are getting. They're getting both sides of it. You know, you, you've lived both sides of it, Eric. And mm -hmm. so have you Justin, but it's like, you can bring in a different perspective and it may freak people out because some people are not into the whole religious aspect. I am actually a very spiritual and religious person myself. So I, I get it. And I just think it makes for fantastic shows. Yeah. And I'll tell you like, when, like when I first started now, again, like I wasn't, I mean, I was, Roman Catholic when I was a kid, you know, grew up Roman Catholic, did all that stuff. But I really, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't a Christian. I wasn't a true, you know, Bible believing Christian, didn't really believe in Jesus quite like I do now. So I did have the real world, um, uh, secular, I guess, view of the paranormal. And people don't really realize that nowadays. They hear me speak on the Christian side of it, this born again Christian side, and they think that's all I know. But it's like, no, for literally about 17 years, you know, I know all the secular side. I've dabbled in the occult. Uh, you know, we've done summonings, things like that. I was there. I've done that. And then there's this transition. And that's what I think makes my view a little bit stronger because I've had that transition from one side to the other. There's like the dark to light type of thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean it's, it's and it's, I'll tell you like when I first started it was I wasn't I wasn't the most uh, easygoing with my faith in the <laughs> beginning. I, I'm honest, you know, about that. But when I was on my own, it gave me a chance to take you know consider everything that I was saying originally and start to talk to uh, people who claim to be Wiccan, you know, and pagans and practice witchcraft and built relationship with those people. And I'll tell you like when I quit Forgotten Truth Radio and walked away, one of the Greatest things I ever heard was actually from this woman named Cat, not the cat that we all know and love now, but a different cat. Uh, she was Wiccan. She practiced witchcraft, and she said, "Hey, before you leave, I just want you to know that you are the first and only Christian that I actually respect and would love to keep talking to you. Wow! Uh, so thank you for not cutting us down for our current, you know, our, our faiths and stuff." Like that. Yeah, that's, that's that's a powerful statement there too. It and, is, and you know, and what's great about that is. I love when, you know, it's it's kind of like being in, in an elevator uh, and people are talking like Spanish or Russian and they're talking about you or whatever and they don't think <laughs> you don't know anything and then you come back to them with a full-blown like, you know, blah, 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 and they just have this look in their face like horror. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, crap. You know, I, 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 so it, what's good about that is you, do, you did have that other side of you and now you have this side of you and it just works. Guys, I mean, like, I really am impressed with how you produce, how you put things out there, the shows. Um, and one of my favorites, and I wish you'd do more of them, is the uh, Mixology <laughs> um, Truth Radio. <laughs> mixology. Oh, my God. The, it, it, you gotta go if Tim and I were in the same yeah. state or in the same room, yeah, we you, would. Right. <laughs> well, you know, like the holidays are coming up, so, you know, you can always, like, you know, meet <laughs> up there and just, like, videotape that one, one or two episodes because, I mean, come I'll on. I'll tell you what. You know what, Justin? I'm putting this out here right now. Uh, 
in January, me and him, uh, or him and I, I guess is the correct way to say it, right? <laughs> We're going to be in You're Las a podcaster. Vegas. You don't need proper English. We're going to be in Las Vegas together in January. So oh. I think doing a mixology on the street or something would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. As you're walking to the next casino, yeah. you know, each each time, like, <laughs> we're doing hurricanes right now, but we're going to add a little magic to them. I think it's, you know, it's it's fun. And what people don't realize is there's so many podcasts out there, they're not fun. They're really boring. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't mean any... Too t- many people are serious. Everybody and thinks that's they're, like, one thing you know, that's... Like they're splitting atoms, you know, like, oh, you know, this is serious. You got to take it like, dude, you're talking about a a, a freaking werewolf. Okay. It's it's supposed to be an imaginary creature, but apparently it's real. Um, Yeah. uh, Stop being so serious. You know, I I literally just read, I reread, we we got a comment from somebody on uh, our, I think it was one of our Bray Road uh, Beast uh, episodes. We have like 5,000 views on that episode. And I was like, I just want to read this. And there's somebody just blasting us about how we're talking about this creature as if it's not real and that we have to understand that it is real and that it's luciferian and that the vatican owns the the uh national parks and the national park system is luciferian and they're trying to hide all this stuff and they won't tell you when people go missing because it's real and we need to get our heads out of our butt and do some real research uh and that we are just you know it's all a nazi organization that's like oh my god like how do i even how do you deal with this like i can't i think i always you skimmed that comment because I did not get all that detail out of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's the same thing about um, Freemasons. And um, it's always the comment, oh, you're the Illuminati. I'm like, no, right. no, I check my bank account. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm not the Illuminati. Um, it's, Which it, is it, the, the boogeyman now. It, right. Everybody jumps to the Illuminati. You know, and, and the, the problem is that, you know, this is a group of, of, of men that get together um, pretty much trying to raise money for charity they're the largest organization to give away almost six million dollars a day through their charities uh danny thomas and some of the other cancer organizations they're not the illuminated they're not they're not the problem uh the illuminated is a scapegoat just like everything else is but i don't right. like when people do what they did and when they said it's luciferian or mm-hmm. every ghost, every ghost is demonic it's demonic right. dude I, I i tell people straight up Right off the bat, I said, if it's demonic, they ain't going to play with you. They're not playing with you whatsoever. They don't have to play stupid games with you. They'll do whatever they want and however they want. Um, what you have is just a pretty much a pissed off spirit. Uh, be it you in their house or if you weren't a nice person in the real world, guess what? You're not going to be a nice person in the afterworld, especially when you realize you're not going up above just so yet. So, speaking of which, do you guys do investigations? Have you done investigations together? Uh, we haven't done an investigation in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to, though. We used to. We had we had a paranormal investigative group. We had about uh, six, I think, people working with us of investigating. Something like that. Um, well, we started out with four, you're myself, and you, myself, and two others. Mm-hmm. Then we added one guy and lost one guy. So no, it was no, about when you lost the guy, was it a sacrifice type of loss or was the guy just this was after after Eric was saved, so we couldn't sacrifice anymore. Uh, but um <laughs> You mean no more bloodlettings? <laughs> Come on. I'm out of here. Um, he was he was new like he only came on a couple of investigations with us and he really wasn't sure if he was going to be able to do it. And uh, his friend and him started together with us. So 
we told them straight out, if, if you cannot be here for investigations, then we're okay with you leaving if that's what you need to do. But you need to tell us because if we're going to say we have an investigation, we're counting on you to be there. You know, we, we need you to be there or we're, we're going to have to let you go anyways. So, and then we ended yeah. up with a guy that we ended up not really driving with and screwed up some evidence for us in the long run. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, what, what's, what's really difficult is getting, um, trustworthy people to be on an investigation with um what you know the first group that i've ever been part of this way was bronxville paranormal society um i've done a lot of investigations on my by myself on my own and it's for my own curiosity um i just had questions since i'm six years old you know you know i even asked what is god is god an angel is it an alien is it whatever long before ancient aliens came out and you know the use of hair gel for these, uh, <laughs> these these people, but um, you know, it is tough to get people that that are trustworthy because when you go into the field or the situation, and things happen, you have to know that someone's gonna get your back and vice versa. You know, that's just my take on it. Um, yeah. But when you have done some things, um, have you uh, do you do you use protection of any kind before you go into the field, and then also when you come out, do you protect yourselves even with a radio show? Because you, you are talking about things that, uh, you know, are pretty scary and, and you don't know what's going to happen yeah. from that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I always slip started. on a full body condom before oh I, I... I knew somebody was going to make that joke. It wasn't going to be me, that's for sure. So I, like... I, I guess you have an open account at Spencer's. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. For me, not so much doing the radio show, but when we were doing investigations, uh, we would always say a prayer before we were going into the investigations. Uh, we had the you know typical Saint Benedict medallions, and uh, before Eric and I had came back to Christianity, we were doing the salt. Uh, you know, I learned the the white light. Uh, meditation and I was honestly shocked when Eric told me that he still does the the white light meditation but he he comes from the perspective of it's the the white light of God white instead God. of the new agey way that you're supposed to do it um, so it was interesting to hear him say that but yeah we when we were doing investigations um, I guess it depends on what we're doing on the show because Eric has done a prayer uh, prior to a show, depending on what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, you, you, you get you hit some pretty heavy subjects mm-hmm. um, if you if you really go to your site. I mean, especially if you're talking about uh, voodoo and and talking to spirits, and then um, you know, you get into demons or tell me your you know, like one episode's tell me your demon, <laughs> tell me your yeah. name, demon or whatever. I mean, like n- not for nothing. Uh, I'm I'm a strong believer in not messing around with things that are well above your pay grade. Um, <laughs> you know, we we have cases where people are saying it's demonic or this or that, and we refer them to Father Father Bob. I I, I don't know if you're aware of him, Warriors of Saint Michael. Um, okay. There he's he's been on plenty of shows, and their mission is really to 
cast and get rid of demons. I mean, I don't know if they're ordained by the, the church or authorized by them, but that's above my pay grade. I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I lost my wings when I came down here, so I don't have the full juice that I need <laughs> to, to play with that. And um, so that's why I was just asking about the protection, because sometimes when you start mentioning things, and I don't think it's invoking really, um, weird, crazy stuff happens. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, like on our show, Justin and I have mentioned multiple times that just talking about something is opening a spiritual door. And so you got to be careful of what doors you're opening when you're talking about this stuff. And so when you talk about demons or voodoo, which in my opinion is connected to and is connected to demons in some way, especially when you go down to New Orleans and New Orleans voodoo and you see the connection between Christianity and the demonic entities that they use to summon uh, the Loa and all them. Um you got to be careful with those doors because, yeah, there, there have been times where we've discussed something, uh, even just in person, and we start hearing those knocks on the door or something, you know, creeps into the bedroom at night. You know, you start seeing those shadow masses and right. whatnot. Um, so prayer, I mean, prayer for me is one of the big ones. And I actually, especially, like, maybe not necessarily always talking about a certain entity, but if I'm going to be, because uh, I'm going to talk a lot about the Bible right? In, in that particular thing, I'll pray for, like, the right words to say because I don't want to stumble over whatever it is I'm saying about scripture because I don't want people coming back and saying, Oh look, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about, about his own faith. So I'll pray about that. And like, God, give me the right words to say, help me to be humble and to listen and all that before speaking. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like the demons and stuff too, you, you always you got to protect yourself. You got to be careful and people don't believe it. Like not everyone believes like, Oh, a demon's going to haunt me. But you know, the thing about demons is they're not all in your face, not all the time. They're in the background whispering over your shoulder because they don't want you to know that they're the ones persuading you to do stuff. Instead, they want you to think that you're making these decisions on your own so oh, that yeah. you can never trace it back to them. So, yeah, I mean, you've got to protect yourself. Yeah, I mean, people protect themselves with crosses and stars mm -hmm. and, and, and what have you these days. But I don't. I think the problem we have, and, and it's seen evidently, I think, in society globally, is that we've lost our faith and we've lost this this concept of there is a higher power i don't want to get totally religious on this program but i do believe there is a higher power and you know what that power deserves respect and i think mm -hmm. because of that loss of faith we become like sodom and gomorrah and it's just like the wild west of of craziness mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree well i mean even even though Eric has the strict Christian view and I have a more of a worldview on the paranormal, I do believe, I, you know, I, I believe in the Bible. I believe in Jesus Christ. I, I, the only difference that where Eric and I come into play is I do believe that there are other things that can explain stuff. And, um, you know, for the most part, him and I always come to agreement on a lot of things. The few things that we do come into disagreement with are things like, for example, mediumship. And that's, I think that's one of the only biggest things him and I disagree on. I mean, he believes that, that spirits or ghosts are, are demons masquerading as human spirits, where I think opposite. But we don't sit there and argue about stuff. The only thing that we might like sit and argue, and I wouldn't even call it argue, just a heated discussion is is the mediumship stuff because i do consider myself a sensitive uh well to, I, to the right and, and i understand that and i understand that that view that eric you have um mm -hmm. on that because i mean if you just read the scriptures verbatim um 
uh, don't know false idols, don't, you know, don't believe in anything but me, the Lord, you know, and so on and so, so forth. But um, there's also, if you want to go to the Older Testament, um, we have people out there or individuals that have, are, that are gifted. Um, mm-hmm. In Judaism alone, there, there are these um, different tribes of Judah, Judaism that come together to make the entire Jewish population. Some of them were, were, were cantors. Some of them were priests. Some of them strictly with communicating to God or through, you know, have God, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the transistors. So I think you have to have some kind of abilities. I mean, I've been told that I have some abilities. I've had a, a feeling all my life about that. Um, it wasn't until my first investigation with BPS that our psychic actually um, explained what I had. It blew her off the floor. The way she operates is um, Al from the group went around and mentioned everybody's name. No, they're okay. That's a, that person's okay. Because we have people checked out before we go. We don't want somebody who's frail to be in a situation that would cause them harm or cause us harm. Mm-hmm. And basically how she gets it is, when she mentioned one other person, she gets a tingle. It's, it's like a little electricity. And they say, oh, they're very open and they're, they have this possibility they can be more sensitive. And then apparently <laughs> Al turned to me and goes, and then she sat, got to you and she flew off her chair. Um, <laughs> so... Um, I, I kind of played around with it, but I know it's a Pandora's box, and I don't want to open it up wide and not be able to handle it. But I think when you use your sixth sense that I think we all have, that connection that connects us from the the temple internally to the temple above um, and to, to God spiritually, you, you're you, you get these... Some people can see things. Some people can hold things in their hands. And they just know everything about you. It, it gets a little bit weird and scary, but... I can see both sides of the spectrum with this. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here's the thing, though, like uh, in regards to Judea and the Old Testament, though, uh, those who are following God, like their gifts were ordained by God for God. So everything they did was under God's power, in the light of God, in God's eyes. And so you also see in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that God says not to turn to mediums or spiritists. Um, and that's simply not necessarily because they're being persuaded by uh, we'll just say Satan himself, but their entire process isn't based on the Lord, but based on selfish, righteous gains. Um, right, right. And that's not to say that these mediums aren't being persuaded by demons in some way, because demons will tell the truth. The devil is the master of lies. You know, he will bend the truth. He did it to Jesus. He spoke scripture to Jesus uh, in Matthew 4, and he, he spoke scripture three times, and each time he just twisted it. It was all the truth. But you have to understand, and I think the best way to under, really understand is to understand what God wants and what he says in his scriptures. And that's what makes you the, you know, the difference between a medium and a sensitive who has, like, the ability of God, you know, like. True. True. That, you know, I, I always had this, um, growing up fairly religious my entire life, I always had this, this look on, on the devil or Lucifer mm-hmm. the light bearer. And basically that's one of the God's children. And that's the first like reality series ever because he, you know, Lucifer was, was going to do whatever, you know, God, whatever you want, dad, I'll do whatever you want. 
but I'm not worshiping those monkeys down there. You know, I'm not. And and there was, that was the first family fight. That was the first, you know, the runaway yeah. kid. Um, and I'm not giving him credit, but I can understand the perspective of both ends of the spectrum there. But think of oh, twisting sure. the truth and bending things. And I'm going to get back to your radio show now. Um, you did this whole series on ghost hunting. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and talk about bending truths. Um, I, I personally, I'm getting really tired of hearing the word ghost hunting. Um, I just have this vision because of a lot of people I've met in this field being Elmer Fudd out in the woods looking for rabbits. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not really hunting. I don't think it should be called that. I think mm-hmm. that's the the taps term for the the show, Ghost right. Hunters. Yeah. Um, what's your take on on that that whole thing? Are you guys more researchers of this this phenomenon and investigators, or are you hunting? You you know, are you going for the thrill when you first when you were doing it? Um, I think we w- would be considered paranormal investigators. The word ghost hunting, most people know and understand. So that's where we're going with that because right. when people hear paranormal investigator, they're like, okay, what do you do? <laughs> so, yeah. And then it usually falls like, I- I'm a ghost hunter. You know, I, I-, I can't, <laughs> you know, so we go back to square one. But yeah. I just, it's trying to explain this to people which in itself is really an arduous task because um, I, in the article I wrote for Outer Limits, I started off by telling people, you know, I've been investigating things that go bump in the night since I've been six years old. And when you mention it to people, usually you can hear the Twilight Zone theme being whistled. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah. so, and someone gets out, the, oh, should we get some tinfoil hats on? You know, they joke. But what really happens in life is that eventually through the party and wherever you are, they're talking about it. Someone will come up to you and they'll say, well, you know, there was this one time and that Mm -hmm. happens more often than none. And then I just smile. I got that devilish grin on my face. Like, yeah, I knew it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there's always this one time because I think everybody has experiences like that. Um, Getting back to the show and and reliving that and and doing that, you know, I love the fact you did this whole series on how to handle it. Um, you know, even with the wrap-up, um, you know, the evidence, the locations, you know. Um, when you ghost hunted, did you guys go go out just, pardon the expression, willy-nilly and not protect yourself as far as legally and the teammates? Or did you really do this the right way? Um, you know, you had, like, a liability clause, and you had the client and understand that, you know, we're not going to sue you, you don't sue us, and that type of stuff. Uh, when we first started, I mean, it, it was just Justin and I, you know, we're doing investigations in our own house, basically. Uh, my house is both. Of my, I'm sorry for all that noise upstairs. It's all right. Um, <laughs> it's all right so trust me. Uh, it's those ghosts. <laughs> Darn ghosts. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> um, I mean, the homes that I grew up in, I, grew, I mean, I grew up in uh, one home until I was 18, and then I moved uh, a few cities over, but both homes ended up being haunted. The first one I grew up in was haunted my entire life. Jeez. Uh, there it is! <laughs> Get out the K2 meter, Eric! <laughs> this way you got to protect yourself. They're trying to come through the food. <laughs> Godzilla! Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, my house was haunted growing up. And then I came here, and this house ended up being haunted. Uh, and so we did our investigation. We did a couple of investigations here, some at his house, and we didn't have to worry about all that you know, financial stuff. But once we actually got into uh, building a team and getting clients, you know, we, we, we did some uh, a couple of residents, and we, or a residence, and then we did a 
couple of uh, businesses. Yeah, businesses. And yeah, we had the contracts. Uh, we had people sign off on what exactly was happening, uh, when they would receive evidence, uh, what the whole plan was. You know, we'd all be on the same page. We'd even have like a disc- like a disclaimer and a uh, questionnaire. Because we always ask them to tell us what type of drugs they're on, or right. if they'd be willing to, you know, tell us that. Uh, what type of family they've grown up in, you know, all these different little intricate details to help us as investigators better understand the situation by better understanding the client themselves. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, we did all that. Of course, our guys, everyone we had on our team was under contract. We all, they all read a thing. We sat down together, uh, answered questions for them, and they signed their right. lives away basically to us which is <laughs> kind of good <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah so you know we we, we did we, we made sure that we were protected at all costs uh, because you never know like even for our own sake you know walking through some of these places it's dark we oh, can yeah. trip you know we can trip and hurt ourselves and we want to make sure that the company or whoever we're working for isn't going to be held liable because we want to show like a trust there like hey as long as you guys clean this up, we're going to do a walkthrough before we shut the lights off. Uh, and then if there's anything that's out of Ray, like, Hey, we need you to move this or do that before we actually begin this investigation. So, yeah. Did you, did, did you always do your investigations with the lights out? Because I, I just, I see that's, that's the general theme with everybody. Oh, shut the lights off. Look, Unplug I, everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't always do them with lights out because we would sometimes do outdoor investigations during the day. Um, and, and I think the reason that everybody does the lights out type of thing is they got this whole idea of the light spectrum. You know, you can only see things in night vision or through infrared or ultraviolet. Uh, and maybe it's true. You know, I don't think there's enough evidence to necessarily support that. Um, but I think that's the main reason why people go lights out. They just want to see what their cameras on these broad spectrums can pick up. They're basing it on the TV shows, though, too, because all of them are like lights out or do it in the dark or whatever. Yeah, I, the, the reason why I say that is um, uh, my lodge that I'm part of, uh, I, we didn't have to have lights out. The thing walked right past the door frame. You know, during the day, I saw his the, the hand come out. He, he, whatever is, is, is spiritually haunting the, uh, our lodge, um, when we're going to be doing an investigation very, very soon, a day and night investigation, um, I don't think you need to have lights out. I don't think right. lights out does anything um, to help you out. I understand the whole spectrum thing, but you know what? Um, if you have a camera, you have a camera. You know, ghosts don't like, like, wait, 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 just wait a few more minutes. He's going to shut that last light off. <laughs> you know, go, go, go. Grab his light, grab his light. You know, I don't think it works that way. Um, but it, I guess it's whatever you feel more comfortable with the problem i have with lights out is exactly the liability problem you have somebody that stumbles or trips um you don't need that um that kind of problem and i I don't think ghosts or 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 spirits are situated in one versus the other i mean you know if you want to take the the holy of holies jesus is you know come back in the dark and the light you know i mean Mm -hmm. he's he is just there um i i've seen spirits come to me in dreams which is really bizarre when you have an experience like that especially when you know you meet your grandfather who's been dead since you're 16 and then you confirm it with him you know grandpa you're dead he goes yeah i know that honey you know which (laughs) you know and he's coming back to to work because he's worried about his daughter which is my mother um which Mm -hmm. that definitely happened um but uh 
I was just wondering on that end of the spectrum, like you know how you play it. Do you do you buy into any of the special equipment, or you know, do you think one thing works better than the others, like full spectrum versus infrared or regular cameras? Um, I think Eric and I both agreed that. I mean, first and foremost, five senses, and this was something that Eric actually brought up during the the Ghost Hunting One Hundred and One. Your five senses are your your best tools. And then going like super basic, recorder, cam- uh, uh, just a regular picture camera is great, uh, even if you still have one that does film. Um, and that's it. I mean, the, the EMF meters are great, and you can get them for relatively cheap. But I think sticking simple is is just as good. Yeah. I think Eric and I would have loved to have a full spectrum camera back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, But we had the basic tools and we used them to the best of our ability. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I think is, is a wonderful treat that we definitely use on investigations a lot is the FLIR camera, but we use it on the phones. We have the the phone FLIR. Um, (laughs) You know, most, most of these places and in groups and i find they don't have the money or the wherewithal to really get better equipment i mean there's some clear right. that is incredible but you know you're gonna be spending ten thousand dollars um and it's full spectrum cameras and what have you um so it's it, i just find that that's a great piece of equipment i do think that that having a recorder going we made a big mistake on one of our first investigations we didn't have the recorders going, and actually we are having issues with the recorders, which we don't know if it was technical or spiritual or what. But after that investigation, I made a rule because I'm the tech guy and I'm the, the, you know, the information officer for the group. I'm like, I, you, one of us, if not both of us, have to have a, cam, a, you know, a recorder running 24-7 because we missed these really great whoops um, and some other stuff that we could have been reviewing, and it's, it's just very frustrating. Uh, on you know, mm-hmm. oh god, I, I wish some one of the cameras had it. Either that, or you guys like myself, we need to get our own TV series so at least we get some of the really good equipment. <laughs> right, <laughs> we get the right. like, what'd you guys bring? Did you bring that FLIR camera you had the last time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. one one of my friends I grew up with is actually uh, Evan Evan B Stone, and he's the the main camera guy for Josh Gates's programs. Um, okay. and I'm, I'm going to get that him was... on. Yeah, I'm going to. He's <laughs> the was... one that when they were Hobochu Forest, he got lifted in the air, and oh, okay. he got flown in the air. So uh, I, I contact him. I'm like, um, can we? Can you? You know, you want to come on the program? And he said, Yeah, yeah, anytime you want. Because I want to ask him about that because I think when he started this whole thing, he didn't believe in any of it. Um, and I just want to see his take on it. What he thinks is, you know, besides finding out what he's doing now, besides the other other programs because he is a he's a movie guy um i just you know i want the perspective i love the perspective of 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 different perspectives because i think it aids to all of our research um (laughs) who who you know when your program what i like about their program and please check it out paratruthradio.com google them um you guys have been doing like these series which are fantastic what's the next series coming up on the show do you have you have you figured it out yet like are, are we doing you know a specific subject a specific genre uh well we just dropped the first episode of the world's most haunted and that's going for six episodes and then after that eric go ahead share with them what we are planning on doing 
for season or uh, the next series. Yeah, so we're going to move into the ghost stories, basically. And what we're going to do is have fans and just people who listen come on and talk with us about their own ghost stories and share them uh, and kind of do small interviews with people who have experienced real-life ghosts in their own homes instead of this, hey, look, this is what's happening halfway across the world, but there's no real evidence to prove it. you know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, you know, and this is what I love about the way you guys operate and, and your program is it's very informative, it's very entertaining, you get uh, a couple different perspectives, but it's always like, you know, you planned it out. It's a series. And the fact that you're doing what I've always wanted to do and what we try to do in the original broadcast way back when that's no longer in existence, um, you're bringing real-life people on a program, not these so-called para-experts. And I'm putting that in quotes, air quotes right now. Everybody's a para-expert. I'm a UFO expert. There, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, people, but there are no experts in this field. It's it's ba- yeah. it's basically hypothesis, and unless you can duplicate your 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 you know experiments and they come through you know every time you're doing it, it's it's just you know hypothesis. No one's an expert, but everybody has experiences. It's wonderful that you guys are letting people to share those experiences. I look forward to the ghost stories. Are you gonna have yeah. anybody famous like you know tell some ghost water uh, like dark water come on or? Or someone like that—that's famous for for retelling these these stories and and truths. Um, I, we had um, Jim Harold on, so I think we're trying to stick with more so the the people who are experiencing it over somebody who's heard multiple stories. Um, I mean, Dark Waters would be great to get on, but I feel. And unfortunately, even Dark Waters is one of those people that is super saturated in this particular moment. So he's one of those Paris celebrities, if you will. So um, I think that we're we're planning on just either doing a couple ourselves or getting people that have had these experiences and gotten in contact with us to, to concentrate on that aspect of it. That's really cool. It sounds like that ghost is bowling up there. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, mean, no, no, no. It, it, some it, salt up there and just get it. <laughs> Seriously, get the kosher salt out and just throw it at people. <laughs> you know? um, it's really funny that you, you said that. Um, I always tell people, you, no, you have to have kosher salt. And they look at me like, why? And I'm like, it's the purest form of salt. That's why you have to have it's co- whatever. Um, and I try to explain it to them. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that the Paris celebrity is not really being so much included and it's no disrespect to anybody. I think dark waters does perfectly what he does. Um, I've invited him on the program and I've gotten a very nice, I'm, I cordially, you know, no thank you. And it's fine. Um, you got to pick and choose where you want to go and, and what shows you want to go on. I'm one of those people out there. I'm, I, I there's too many people looking to, to hurt people. Um, yeah. and take them to task for everything. And I don't want to take anybody to task. Um, I always have opened a forum for anybody that wants to come on, anybody who wants to promote themselves, their stuff, um, and as long as it's an interesting topic and interesting people. Um, so, it, you know, uh, again, I'm looking forward to those ghost stories. After ghost stories, are you guys going to do, like, more videos when you get a chance? Because, you know, you both can do video work and then just kind of splice it together. Mm-hmm. Just, just yeah. an idea. <laughs> Um, we've concentrated on the, the sound quality part of it. So we've gone away from the video. If him and I are together, I I think we'll concentrate on some video stuff. 
but um, in this industry, I, I think that people are trying to do both and really you should concentrate on one or the other. Like there are some great, what you would call podcasters on YouTube that do video. And then there's some great ones that do just audio. And then there's some that do both and do great. But I think that you go with your strengths and for us in particular, the video part has kind of been a struggle, if you will. It's mostly due to equipment more than anything. Yep. It's right. just it's tough to to put the voices, you know, in the video together when they have to be filmed separately because our webcam, well, mostly Justin's webcam isn't the greatest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've no, I don't take it the wrong way. I've noticed it, and and I've I've used I've tried using third party. I think I saw the ghost right behind you. Eric. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your ghost. Um, no, it, it, it's the truth. You know, the the problem with anything really worth its salt is the fact that you have to have the right equipment um mm. and and it's it's expensive to get the right equipment i mean i i you know i could use i just i, I have a nikon 900 that i was i was able to snag on ebay at a very low rate you know but to buy it outright i just don't have the money right off the bat to spend it on. and then yeah. you know i have all the resources i have all the adobe suite and everything and i could put a lot of stuff together but like this show today we will be using the youtube video because i do have you guys on video if it's all right with you and we're going to throw it out oh, that's fine um i i'm personally not on video because i'm broadcasting from an alternative studio um and unfortunately i don't have my green screen up and then you'd see my microwave um, because I've been booted <laughs> this way. It's called marriage, people. Get used to it. Um, That's okay. Eric's in his basement. I'm in a, I guess you could call closet that was built for me for a studio. So <laughs> Yeah, you know, and one uh, I'm, I'm always reminded of uh, Jim Mallard uh, always tell, talking about, like, he, they had a closet there, and he used to go into the closet and do his thing and then come out, and, you know, it's just tough. And combining that with, the equipment you really need to get going to have a proper, you know, video. I mean, you really need to have a sound person there. You have you need to have mm -hmm. like a, a high-end Sony camera for the most part. I mean, there are other high-end cameras, but you want something that's going to be able to shoot at night perfectly, as well as day, as well as twilight. You know, yeah. and you're, you're talking like that's a real production. So um, uh, the only videos that we've ever put out on our YouTube channel, which is uh, in, inside the Goblin Universe uh, on YouTube is we'll do the Skype videos. I mean, Skype's been a little tricky lately. I don't know if you guys feel the same way uh, ever since Microsoft yeah. took over. Um, they're putting their Microsoft Touch on it, uh, which yeah. they should have just left the damn thing alone. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I was just I was just wondering if you guys are – because it's, it's – you guys have a great interaction with people, and sometimes it, it works out really well, you know, the video end of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it, it, I think the – other than the equipment, the only uh, the ah, I'm sorry, I can't speak now. Um, <laughs> the only real difficult thing beside that is the fact that him and I are in two different states. And I think if we were together in the same room, it'd be a whole lot easier to piece things together. Um, and time, like time's the other thing. You know, he, I mean, he works is his forty hours a week plus. Actually, mm -hmm. um, I never know when I'm going to be around. Right. I'm freelance. You know, I work for HGTV and stuff. So I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to be around to do stuff. So it's just, it's tough to do, you know? 
Yeah, no, I, I know that. And the fact you worked for HGTV, is there any way you can get, like, you know, flipping this satanic house? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I should totally see if I can do that. I should talk see to if you director. can do that. <laughs> just, just let me get some kind of writing credit or something. Flip this satanic house. You know, like, like our client is Zach Bacons. Um, he's looking to buy this three-bedroom, four-bathroom home that is apparently haunted by demons. You know, uh, it's, that would be pretty good. That would be a good HGTV program. Um, buy your own haunted island. Uh, whatever. Sorry, HGTV. But, you know, if you want guys to do a show for you, there's three right here. Um, yeah. We have no problem with it. Uh, it's, it's, it's just fun stuff. I mean, I do appreciate before we, we lose time and whatever, we're getting close to that magic moment. Um, and what's great about doing your own podcast, thank you, Jim Mallard, is the fact that I can go as long as I want people. So um, it's only up to the guest. And I like this because you're able to contact people um, at certain points, like especially overseas. I don't know if you've contacted anybody overseas, but let me tell you something. When it's 9 o'clock here and you're asking them to stay to 4 o'clock in the morning, that's yeah. a tough call. Mm -hmm. um, some people are great that way. Um, but it's, it's, is there an ultimate destination that you guys want to visit and semi-investigate or just to experience whatever is supposed to be there? Hmm. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's a, tricky, a darn th good question. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, like I'll, I'll throw some out. Would you go to Easter Island? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Of course. Okay. <laughs> what about Machu Picchu? Uh, Machu Picchu is on my bucket list. How about, um, and I know if, if you can go there safely and travel safely, would you go to um, Egypt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And Iran or in Iraq? Uh, pass. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> hard Safe. pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting this vision of a, of a, a movie about lip syncing. Um, hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Are you guys going to come out with your own uh, sandals? Not only joking, that, that's a little reference to this hard pass that he said on uh, another movie. Well, the, the reason why I said Iraq and Iran is, is strictly because um, if you go back in history to uh, where things supposedly started, especially language and, you know, Samaria, and that's why I was thinking it would be interesting. Um, oh, for also, sure. There's a lot of interesting stuff there that I think would be great to check out. Right, but you know, like considering the times and all that, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about a bubble around you. Trust me, I'd like yeah. to. Go oh, to there's these a bubble, too, absolutely. But, yeah. like, like I can't go there. You know, if I'm a Christian, so I can't go there and be like, "Hey, I'm a Christian." Yeah, no, I'll be, no, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be shady or something. Superman, so be as like, a Christian, yeah. um, have like a, like a cross made out of like machetes, you know. It's like, <laughs> um, how about like the UK and, and like some of the you know the UK countryside as well as Scotland, some of those castles yeah. out there. Scotland, uh, yeah, Scotland, Ireland. You know, well, I'd love to go check out some of the Irish, you know, folklore, get into some of that. Um, the Romania. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like, speaking of, of which, besides ghosts and, and spirits and whatever, do you ever investigate any, like, the cryptids? Like, apparently there's a picture right now of, of Loch Ness that someone took that's pretty damn good picture. Um, do, you, do you, would you investigate them and do you believe in them? Uh, Loch Ness is one that I think we both kind of believe in. I, I think yeah. the evidence isn't very strong, but because the world's oceans and lakes are so vast and deep, there's a good chance that something exists. Uh, and something like Champ, uh, you know, 
you figure, um, well, Champ and Nessie. Yeah. But, so that's New York. It's Champ, Nessie's over there in uh, uh, Ireland. Um, and then here in Ohio, we have what's known as the Lake Area Monster, which, again, right. is a very similar creature. So those things are coming up more and more. And I don't know if it's legit. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of water to cover to figure it out. So. Oh, 100%. You'd have to have, like, a super sub to get down there into the yeah. depths of things. Um, there, I, rem- I was reminded that a bunch of years back, I went up to Canada, and I went up to the uh, northeastern part, St. Andrews, and we were traveling over to St. John's, I believe it was, because there's absolutely nothing to do in any of those towns. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's lovely to, if you want to sit on the beach for a little bit, but that's, you know, it's 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 not... It's too slow and it's too quiet. And and mm-hmm. I noticed as we're going over there, there's a lake there. I forgot the name of the lake, but there is a, I think it's like a Ogopogo or something like that. Ogopogo, yeah. So, so I'm with my wife and my bull terrier and we pull up to this lake and we pull up the shore and we're sitting there and I shut the car off and she's like, what the hell are we doing here? I said, we're watching. It's like, watching for what? We're watching the water. Just watch the water. And then just like after 15, 20 minutes, she goes, are you kidding? What the, why, why aren't we going somewhere? I said, don't you understand what's in this water? It's Ogopogo. He's in this water. And she looked at me and she goes, turn the car on and start driving. Otherwise, we're going to kill you. So it, it, it's, it's always interesting trying to, you know. When, when you're in situations, and I always have, it's really funny, I always have like a K2 meter on me for some reason or some kind of detecting device. And um, she just looks at me and she gives us this just disapproval. And then now, now my kids, both daughters, just look at me like, Dad, really? And I'm like, oh, you feel like such a heel. But do you ever find yourself in situations where, and whether you're together as family or something's taking place and you're like, uh, yeah, I'll be back. And you start investigating on your own. I, yes, I did that on a film set once. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah. I, we, yeah, we were, we were filming this scene. Uh, it was a hospital scene at a, uh, uh, it was actually a college, uh, for nursing college. Uh, but I was told that there was this supposed haunting over on the far side of the college, which was more or less restricted to us. And I thought, well, most are mostly restricted to most people. I'm just going to sneak on over yep. there. And, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I told one of my uh, one of the guys I was working with, I was like, hey, I'm just going to take a quick little break if you can handle it real quick. So I went, I had my camera ready. I had my you know voice set up, uh, uh, my digital voice recorder set up, and I just went out there. I was asking questions, seeing what I can find. And, of course, I didn't find anything, unfortunately, but I'm not against like just dropping everything to go seek some truth you know <laughs> well but that's that's what that's what makes you guys real investigators versus the people that do it as a hobby you know like, like they do it this is well i investigate ghosts that's really good i practice exorcism so you know hey we got that coming <laughs> um yeah, i mean there was one time i, I would, actually al our our leader the, the founder of bronx of paranormal his daughter was getting married and he goes whatever you do don't bring anything to the wedding you know <laughs> and, and and as anybody can tell you that, um, I don't really listen. I mean, I do listen, but I don't. So he's walking her down, and, and he, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful wedding, beautiful service. It's wonderful. And then I go, hey, Al, come here. He's like, what? He goes, I've been doing this all day long. And I show him a K2 meter, and he goes, don't let my wife see you. She'll kill you. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, that moment where you you know something's going on or you get that feeling inside – it's it's fun. I mean, it really is fun to start investigating things. Um, and what's a, what a great vehicle you have to actually 
talk about your investigations, Paratruth Radio. So before we get crazy and going and leaving, it's almost time. Where could everybody find you, meet you, interact with you guys? And if they have any questions, you know, start talking to you about it. Yeah, uh, you can reach us at paratruthradio.com. Uh, we have a contact page there and we're on all the social medias and hopefully uh, somewhere in the immediate future, we will start hitting some uh, paranormal uh, conferences and uh, you can, we'll definitely be posting on when we'll be doing those if the Lord so chooses to grant us the ability to do so. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Um, I r- highly recommend them. And also, Justin, I know you have the the book one. Do you have book two out yet? Of your Still series? working on it. Rough, very slow going for myself. Um, I'm trying very hard to try and at least have the first draft done soon. Um, hopefully, I can get it published by the end of the year. So. That would be great. You know, I, I'm just going to throw a suggestion out for both of you, and I know you guys have busy schedules, but maybe you guys should go throw out a book uh, on, you know, Paratruth Radio's a couple of summaries, summing it up, almost like Weird Radio, which would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. This way, when you go to the conferences, there's something that you have there that you can, you know, sign for the people as well. Um, but it also, I think when you publish, it lends credibility um, as an mm-hmm. investigator and a researcher. There are plenty of people that are authors that I know of, and they say they're researchers and investigators, but they're not boots on the ground. And frankly, when you go to these conferences and you go on the haunted tour, that really isn't an investigation or real research, in my opinion. It's it's more of a sideshow. But mm-hmm. so I'm thinking it would be fantastic to actually get you guys out in the real field, at, you know, like of, of conferences, because I think you would ex- you would expand your 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 base a lot more. It's always great when you meet real people versus hearing people on the radio. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there are a few things in the works where we're going to be doing a little um, co-writing and co-production, if you will. Uh, so that is probably a pretty good possibility somewhere in the, the future. So um, we are working on something for uh, YouTube as well. Uh, not video per se, but something in the works for that as well for a little creative work from us as well. That's great. I mean, I remember when uh, I first started putting out the cartoon graphics of myself and you, you, you know, <laughs> and this stuff, and I got some really good feedback from you, from you, Justin. And I, I think it's just, you got to find your way through this, this wonderful world of paranormal. Um, mm-hmm. And it's difficult. There's so many, so many objects in the sea. I kind of get this image when I think of the paranormal and paranormal podcasts, I just see that, you know, that, that big island of garbage in the ocean that's, that's <laughs> churning around. And I'm like, yeah. it's like, oh, well, this is a safe spot, you know, or this is a good spot. And I think it's word of mouth. I'm begging all of you, please check out Paratruth Radio. And not only do you check it out, I want you to share it with five of your friends. Let's use social media the proper way. Share it with five of your friends like, dude, this is really cool. Check them out. Um it helps these guys grow. It helps us grow on, on Noble Boomy. Um, and if you really like something, that's what social media is for. It's not for just talking about uh, whether uh, uh, there's a connection between the Russians and Donald Trump and, and what, what stripper or hooker you know, slept with what other president. You know, it's about sharing 
you know, interesting things with your friends, like as if you were talking to them. Um, or the meal that you just ate and then what it looks like after it comes out. Yeah, yeah well, you know, I'm sure there's – you know what? There probably is a podcast that's down the line, <laughs> like, like a video podcast, <laughs> the real poop, you know. <laughs> but um, it's, I, I can't thank you enough for both coming on Nobo Boomy. Um, and for being there, it's a pleasure to actually meet you, Eric. <laughs> you too. <laughs> and, and, and I'll... He's, he's not the elusive cryptid that we thought he was. He actually is real. I don't do his voice on air. No. It would be really hard for me to mimic that voice. <laughs> so it's, you know, because there's been way too many friends that had those imaginary Canadian girlfriends, and I was just like, like Justin has a Canadian cousin, right? <laughs> so, but you know, and and I and I love the the, the banter and the fact and. I got to be honest, um, when I met Justin many moons ago and through you know mutual friends like uh, Jim Mallard, who has a great show, and, and, Kat, and Kat Ward, who has a great show, and even Arizona Tramp, um, these are real people, and I actually consider them friends um, and part of the family. You guys are welcome back anytime to promote anything, even that poop podcast if you still choose to go that down that road. Um, and you know and you're i will promote whatever you want to promote because that's how i roll i, I you know it, it's a, it's my dad used to say this all the time um he says his grandma used to tell him you get more from honey than lemons and there's way too many lemons in this world and i think if we start giving a little more honey people um not only will we stick to each other and stick by each other but life will be a better place so absolutely yep um so as far as the future i know uh justin you you've been tapped a, a, on another radio program and yep. you want to mention that yeah uh you can find me on beyond reason which is at beyondreason.net uh, it was actually a show that was started in 1987 on terrestrial radio they eventually went to podcasting and the uh one of the co-hosts and owners passed away and I eventually has landed in my hand. So I have been doing that for the past three months now, two months now. Uh, and uh, it's going really well. Um, and I hope to keep bringing it to fruition, uh, both with Paratruth Radio and Beyond Reason. That's, I mean, I think it's a great blessing and, and you are perfect for the role there. And Eric, I mean, I know you're you're doing the Hollywood thing. <laughs> so do you, do you have other aspirations? Are you just are you are you more so behind the camera, or do you ever want to go in front of the camera? And, and... Uh, you know, I used to get in front of the camera with the, some of the original stuff I used to write. So I'd like to get back there again. Um, but mostly, I'm behind the camera. I'm usually, writer director. Uh, I did just release a short film, uh, which you can see on our Facebook page. Uh, and then I'm currently actually just finished a feature film that I wrote and I actually have a meeting with a couple of producers next month who are interested in financing that so that's going to be a a psychological thriller Um, so that'll be posted soon too a little more information on that coming soon that's awesome. That's that's great. The option the option area. I, I know all about that. Um, uh, break a leg. I don't take the other other route. Break a leg because it's, it's it's that Hollywood thing. Guys, I thank you very much for being on. I think we're running out of time. I don't want to you know take too many people past their bedtime or their lunch hour because <laughs> uh, I just promote when I promote. Um, I don't have a standard network, nor do I want to be on a network. Um, I'm on every place you can find podcasts. Um, uh, we're working on iHeartRadio too. So, 
Thank you again, Eric and uh, Justin, for being on Nobubumi. You guys have a great night, and we will see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, this is Brian Bowden. I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Nobobumi, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Nobobumi are of that of the host and his guests. Joining our impressive two-day 2018 conference lineup is our Redland speaker, the former deputy base commander of RAF Bentwaters, the man who went out to investigate a UFO sighting as a skeptic but returned as a believer. Making a welcome return to the UK specifically to talk at our 2018 conference, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Holt will be discussing the events surrounding the RFI and also his claims that the US authorities were continuing to conduct investigations into the UFO phenomena which have proven to be startlingly true and have recently been backed up by the announcements from film footage from the US despite years of so-called official denial or of any interest in the subject. Do not miss what will be the must-see event of 2018. Ticket information can be found at www.chris0597.wixsite.com forward slash outer hyphen limits hyphen mag. Join us on the 1st and 2nd of September 2018 at the Freedom Centre 97 Preston Road, Kingston-upon-Hull. Come be informed.